0: This is Weekend Perspective. I'm Kitty Dunn, and today we're going to explore the fact that our democracy may be in peril. If it is, what can we do about it? I'm joined by Matt Rothschild with the Wisconsin Democracy Campaign. Um, He's executive director of that. He's also written a book called 12 Ways to Save Democracy in Wisconsin. Matt, thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, Kitty. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on.
0: Okay, before we jump into all the dangers our democracy is facing right now, not only in Wisconsin, but across the country, tell us a little bit about what uh, the Wisconsin Democracy Campaign is all about.
1: Sure, we've been around since 1995. We track and expose the money in Wisconsin politics, the big money and the dark money. You can track who's giving what uh, to any candidate running for office, for statewide office in Wisconsin at our website, wis dc.org and then we advocate for a full range of pro-democracy reforms
0: like what kind of reforms are you advocating for
1: so campaign finance reform has been a long-standing demand of ours overturning the citizens united decision of the u.s supreme court back in 2010 that said corporations can spend as much money as they want and super rich people can spend as much money as they want in their super PACs to tell us who to vote for. We think we should overturn that decision and amend the Constitution to say, actually, you know what, corporations aren't really persons and money isn't really speech, and we should be able to control all this hideous spending that's splattering on our screens during election time. So that's one. Banning gerrymandering is another big one that we spent a lot of time on over the last few years here in Wisconsin, as you can imagine. Uh, and then, you know, there are other ones as well, like making voting easier, not harder. We see how Republicans are trying to make voting so much more difficult, erecting one barrier after another on our way to the voting booth here in Wisconsin and across the country, for that matter. And then there are bigger issues like, uh, you know, media reform. There are a lot of places in Wisconsin that are media deserts. There's no newspapers there. They're not local reporters there like you. And we need to fix that problem. We need to fix the problem of economic inequality in this country. And we need to fix the problem of racism in this country. So there's just a lot to do. But, I, you know, I finished this book before, uh, uh, before January 6th. And I could only wave at it when I was just going through to find typos uh, and on the last round of editing. And the, the risk to our democracy after, on January 6th and after January 6th, is so much greater than it was when I was writing this book. So we need to pay attention to that risk.
0: My guest is Matt Rothschild from the Wisconsin Democracy Campaign. So can you paint us a picture of what democracy is looking like right now and where it might be going?
1: It's going downhill fast, frankly. Uh, I've never been so worried about the health of our democracy than I am right now. We have all the systemic problems that uh, are facing our democracy like money and politics, economic inequality, gerrymandering, racism. But we have this new phenomenon here that Donald Trump uh, helped uh, bring on to the stage. And this is the anti-democracy movement. There is a full-fledged anti-democracy movement in Wisconsin and across this country. And we need to examine that. Part of that is just the Trump cult. People think Donald Trump millions and millions of Americans still think Donald Trump is the greatest thing since the SOS pad. And then there uh, is this horrible um, appearance of the the white supremacist movement, uh, the armed white nationalists who are parading around in the streets uh, of America, uh, flying Nazi flags just recently in Tampa. And uh, and, and that's a huge threat. This is racism full-blown. This is anti-Semitism full-blown. This is bigotry. Uh, that Donald Trump gave a permission slip for to anybody who wanted to flaunt their bigotry, but it is very uh, scary. And then uh, there's irrationalism. There's a level of irrationalism in this country that I, uh, that I can't remember uh, seeing at this high level. I mean, so many people are just thinking two plus two is five, about the November 2020 elections, about COVID, and then there's the crazy QAnon phenomenon. So it's hard to have a functioning democracy with that level of irrationalism, and then you've got the Republican Party at the leadership level, not all Republicans by any stretch of the imagination, but the leadership of the Republican Party nationally is thrown in with the Trump cult and is apologizing uh, or covering up for January 6th. I mean, when the head of the Republican National Committee calls January 6th legitimate political protest, that's three of the most obscene words I've ever heard in political dialogue. Uh, in our country, uh, legitimate political discourse, the wounding of more than 100 police officers, spearing them with American flags. I mean, come on now. So we've got that. And on top of that, we have this right wing media infrastructure that feeds this uh, far right movement in America. So, yes, I, I lay awake at night worrying whether we're going to have a democracy when I wake up the next morning.
0: Doesn't it almost seem charming to think about when we were just worrying about corporations being people?
1: I mean, that's... yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> It is just a different level, a qualitatively different level of threat that we're facing now. Not the long-term things that have been corroding the foundations of our democracy for decades, in fact, from the birth of the nation. But uh, this new uh, anti-democracy movement isn't content to watch democracy corrode and erode. It wants to explode the foundations of our democracy with dynamite. Uh, and we saw that on January 6th.
0: Why do people want our democracy gone? Don't most people at least say they think democracy is a good thing? Why is it that democracy is somehow the enemy of the people? That doesn't even make sense.
1: Well, some people pay lip service to democracy, Uh, even Republican leaders who are uh, trying to undermine democracy, even Donald Trump in his speeches where he said he wasn't going to honor the results of the election, paid lip service to democracy. But the white nationalist movement does not pay lip service to democracy. They go around wearing T-shirts saying Pinochet did nothing wrong. This was the dictator in Chile who killed tens of thousands of people and tortured tens of thousands more. Uh, They go around wearing T-shirts that said six million wasn't enough, meaning not enough Jews died in the Holocaust. So there is this uh, armed group in this country Who don't want democracy at all and then there are those who pay lip service to democracy but all they want is power or they've made a pact with the devil the devil being donald trump saying you can do whatever you want as long as we the republicans get some conservative judges and justices and some tax breaks for our rich friends and our corporate donors uh and that's you know the mitch mcconnell's of this world so it's a combination of factors uh but it's not a pretty combination
0: Okay, so the, the picture is, is a very dark picture. It's like there's no colors left in this picture, almost. Um, is there a spot of light? I mean, for the people who, who love our country and love democracy and like the system that the Founding Fathers came up with, what can be done to kind of bring light back to the United States of America?
1: Well, I haven't given up hope uh, by any stretch of the imagination. I think, uh, you know, with a lot of uh, organizing and with a little bit of luck, we're going to survive this very frightening moment. Uh, what needs to be done, number one, is Donald Trump needs to be indicted. Uh, he needs to be indicted by Merrick Garland, the attorney general of the United States, brought to trial, ideally convicted, and, and maybe that will uh, pierce uh, the bubble a little bit. Uh, the other thing we need to do, or one of the other things, is lift up the voices of courageous Republicans who are telling the truth about what happened on January 6th and telling the truth about the magnitude of the threat that our democracy faces. And by that, I mean, Liz Cheney has been a real hero here. Adam Kinzinger, a real hero here in Wisconsin. Senator Kathy Bernier from Chippewa Falls, who heads the Senate Elections Committee, has been a tremendous hero in Wisconsin, our own Liz Cheney, if you will, uh, by denouncing the Gableman investigation and all the big lies that that fishing expedition has been spewing out uh even uh paul ryan the former speaker of the assembly uh in washington from janesville has been speaking out courageously about where his party has gone astray so we need to lift up uh those courageous voices and i think people who are worried about our democracy need to talk to a couple people in their social circles in our social circles who uh you know, may have been flirting with his anti-democracy movement, may have voted in ways that we didn't like. But, uh, you know, we know them. We know they're otherwise really decent, normal people. And we got to bring them back from the abyss because we can't have really a civil society or a, a democracy if there's just one anti-democracy camp over there and then the rest of us here. So I encourage people to, to not to talk to people who are flying Confederate flags or who have Nazi swastikas on their biceps. But talk to a couple of people you might know in your book club, or in your uh, place of worship, or it's uh, your card game, or you know, whatever, uh, wherever you find them. Uh, people you know, people you have a relationship with. Try to bring them back to reality here, and, and and so that we can keep this democracy going.
0: It's not the easiest thing to do, I'm afraid.
1: No, it's it's not a it's a long term project. It's not a one night <laughs> conversation, and, and and don't converse start the conversation by screaming and yelling at them and calling them names because that that doesn't get anything done but we need places where we can have conversations with people who don't agree with us
0: that's very true talking with matt rothschild with the wisconsin democracy campaign also the author of the book 12 ways to save democracy in wisconsin <laughs> to me the thing that seems, um very upsetting, is the separation of powers seems to be gone. I remember learning in school about, you know, the different branches of government and that if the two, bran- two branches are going one way, the, like the Supreme Court will step in. But it doesn't seem like we can count on that anymore.
1: No, the idea that you have nonpartisan judges uh, and justices in this polarized age is nonsensical. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court now has become captured by far-right reactionaries who want to turn the clock back uh, before the 60s, before the New Deal, before the progressive era. Uh, And here in Wisconsin, there are at least three ultra-reactionary justices uh, on the uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court who were perfectly willing to throw off tens of thousands of ballots that citizens voted under the direction of the uh, election officials in the state. So, Uh, that check from at least uh, the U.S. Supreme Court and the Wisconsin Supreme Court is not worth very much right now.
0: (laughs) So for me, I even think about the fact that, say, Donald Trump is indicted, can't the United States Supreme Court just throw it out? (laughs) You know what I mean? Because it wants to? It doesn't seem like precedent uh... is a thing that the courts even look at anymore.
1: Right. Well, this this very right-wing ideological uh, U.S. Supreme Court doesn't care about precedent. They told us that in the Dodds case, overturning Roe v. Wade, it was even too far too fast for Chief Justice Roberts. So, um, I mean, it's possible that Trump could appeal and, and would appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court and win there, but certainly he needs to be tried. There's a mountain of evidence that he committed several crimes, several felonies, and, you know, are we a nation of uh, of laws, uh, not people, not men? You know, this is what we're taught in third grade and fifth grade and seventh grade in high school. Is it just a big joke or is there going to be some accountability here?
0: Okay. All right. So now we're feeling a little bit scared and depressed and defeated. What are like what's something somebody can do today to start making a difference other than just talking to someone that doesn't agree with you about this whole thing or doesn't understand it?
1: Right. Well, I don't feel defeated. I just, I just recognize the threats that we're facing and I'm trying to fight them with a whole bunch of great people here in Wisconsin. The thing that gives me hope every day when I wake up is that I'm working with tremendous activists in the pro-democracy nonprofit sector in Wisconsin every day. A lot of the folks are a lot younger than I am and uh, they'll lead us forward on this and a lot of issues, but Look, the f- uh, one thing that, that people who are concerned about our democracy should do is join an organization. League of Women Voters, Common Cause, Wisconsin contra- Conservation uh, Voters, all in Wisconsin, uh, Lit, Block, you know, Voces de la Frontera. There's just a whole bunch of great organizations working on this problem every day. Find an organization that you're comfortable with. Join the organization with a friend. It's much easier to do this work with a friend or two rather than uh, going it alone. Uh, And certainly, if you don't join an organization, it can seem really uh, lonely and an impossible task. But work with other people in in this great nonprofit sector we have here in Wisconsin. And, uh, yeah, with a little bit of luck, we'll win this thing.
0: How can people find out more about the Wisconsin Democracy Campaign and your book?
1: Uh, You can find out more at our website, wisdc.org, wisdc.org. And the book is sold at bookstores in Madison and published by University of Wisconsin Press, uh, and you can get it at Amazon, too.
0: Matt Rothschild, thanks so much for taking some time with us today.
1: Kitty, my pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening for Weekend Perspective. I'm Kitty Dunn.